The Diamondbacks homestand continues this weekend against the Braves, kind of stepping up in quality a little bit after the uh, four games against Colorado. Out to the uh, KDUS hotline we go. We're now joined the sports on by Reggie Chapman Jr. of uh, 11 Alive in Atlanta. And Reggie, good to have you on the show. Let's start with uh, just kind of a general question here. The Braves are 33 and 23 entering Chase Field. How would you describe the first 56 games for Atlanta? Well, uh, first off, thank you for having me on the show. I'll tell you this. The Braves are um, everything that anybody's ever said about them. Um, supremely talented offensively. All sorts of bats in that lineup. I mean, when you look, you've got Ronald Acuna leading things off and Matt Olson and um, Ozzy Albies. I mean, you got all sorts of stars, Austin Riley's up and down that lineup. The offense continues to shine. The problem this year for the Braves has been the fact that um, a lot of their pitching has been down. Between Max Reed, who is their ace, um, has been out for most of the season. Kyle Wright, who's a 20-plus game winner a season ago, he has been out for most of the year as well. Both those guys with injuries that are going to keep them out for at least another month. And yet, the Braves are still up big in their division and one of the best teams in all of Major League Baseball still. It's incredible watching this team because despite the injuries and um, what's been going on with the pitching staff, they continue to win. And It's been a kind of a, a tough stretch this last month with some um, really good teams coming in and out of uh, Atlanta, going having the, the Dodgers come to town and um, all sorts of just kind of issues. They just went out to Oakland and kind of played a couple of bad games, you know, over there in Oakland, losing the first two against the worst team in baseball. So it's been kind of an interesting year, but I'll tell you, man, this team is talented and um, they're going to come in there, I'm sure, ready to right some wrongs after playing poorly out there in Oakland. You mentioned Freed and Wright. I was going to get to them next. Uh, you kind of gave us a little estimate uh, how long they might be out. Yeah, what is there like an official timetable that the Braves have offered on that? Uh oh. Last time um, they there were is. in town, uh, we talked with uh, with Brian Snicker, who told us that Max is throwing. Um, he's getting himself better. Um, he's been doing. As of late, so at least he's on track to be coming back. Kyle Wright, we haven't heard much from um, recently with him, but uh, Max Freed, he is you know on track to come back at least in the next couple of weeks, if not the next month. Mike Soroka is one start back after missing two seasons with tor- uh, two different torn Achilles tendon injuries. He allowed four runs in six innings in his first start. He actually had five scoreless innings, gave up four runs in one inning when that inning started when he hit a batter on an 0-2 pitch, and it just kind of, kind of crumbled from there. What are the Braves saying about Soroka's return? Uh, and he's scheduled to pitch the uh, his second start on Sunday against the Diamondbacks. Yeah, with Soroka, it's, at this point, it's, it's, it's a situation where they're just excited to have him back more than anything else. Um, obviously, like he was the uh, ace on his staff at one time and just two devastating injuries with the Achilles. I mean, he was on his way back from working from that first Achilles injury and then tore it or just broke, ripped it again, um, going down the stairs of the clubhouse and was out for another year. So, I mean, it's been a really good story for this Braves organization to watch him work his way back over the last couple of years and actually have him had his first start over the week. And overall, they like what they saw in the first start, especially um, when it's his first one in two years. Uh, but I think more than anything, they need him right now. I mean, this whole staff, like you, like you said, Freed and Kyle Wright both being out has really put a, a hole on it. I think, unfortunately for the Diamondbacks, time to win it, time they set up. I mean, they're going to see three guys between Charlie Morton, Spencer Strider, and Michael Soroka yeah. that are, you know, guys that can actually pitch versus going up against the Dylan Dodds or the Bryce Elders or having some sort of bullpen game. So you guys are getting legitimate starters coming out there throwing against the Diamondbacks this weekend. 
I'm also intrigued that they promoted uh, pitching prospect A.J. Smith-Shaver this week. What's the plan for him at the major league level? I think it's just working his way in as, as much as they can. I think at, at this point with this Braves team, it, it, all they're trying to do is have arms up at this level. Um, I think as he kind of begins, it'll be more just having him throw and um, filling him in in spots. And, you know, as you know, guys get healthy, they'll maybe have him come up and down. Because that's really what they've been doing all year with guys like Bill and Dodd and the guys that maybe are not everyday starters, right? Moving them up and down between AAA and the majors. I think as he starts to come up, it's going to be a really big help for this team that just is looking for arms and trying to keep themselves on track, just considering um, how the injuries have plagued them. But at the end of the day, they feel really good about where they are as a, as a club, and um, they're just trying to write, just kind of continue to uh, keep the boat upright. Okay, let's continue the pitching theme here. You know, Glacius started the season on the injured list uh, you know, the closer, projected closer here. He seemed to be back uh, to full effectiveness until the Tuesday night ninth inning disaster at Oakland. Uh, what's your evaluation of Iglesias uh, returning after missing the first rough month, roughly the first month of the season? Well, it's interesting. You, you mentioned, like, how much of a disaster it was. I, I remember thinking, like, oh, they're gonna, he's going to come in and close this thing out because in his return – um, from injury coming up at the beginning of the year, he looked good. I mean, the velocity's there. He's had a lot of his command. Um, so that's why I think Tuesday was such a surprise, especially against a team like Oakland that is, you know, not the best, uh, actually the worst. So, I mean, Rizal, I think, is a, is a guy that um, manager Brian Snicker absolutely trusts Bill in these spots. I don't think it's going to be a situation where um, he's going to be moving around or anything like that. You know, you just hope that he, you know, continues to push forward. And I think it's kind of what it is with, with, with Smith. He's a guy that, Plus, these guys are just kind of figure things out. He knows that you have the ability to do it, especially being at the big league level, doing things for a long, long time. Um, I mean, you talked about a couple of years ago, Will Smith, who was the closer for the Braves in their World Series run back in 2021. He was a guy that was hectic and chaotic for the entire season, would walk guys and hit batters, and things would be way more stressful in the ninth inning than they ever needed to be, but would end up kind of getting out of it. He was perfect through the postseason, not, did not blow one save and really didn't give up any runs as well. So, I mean, it just shows you that I think the trust that Ryan Snicker puts in these guys and shows them, hey, we believe in you, Rizzo's going to be just fine. All pitching staffs are certainly helped when they have really good defense. Uh, the Braves' defense, did, did they take a – how much of a hit did they take when uh, former Diamondback uh, draft pick Dansby Swanson went on to Chicago? You know, it's funny. Um, that was – thought to be maybe something that people were going to be worried about. You had three or four guys going up for that starting spot. I mean, Orlando Arcia um, was more the veteran guy. Braden Shoemake, you had Vaughn Griffin, who was part of the team last year. Both those guys working out really hard during uh, spring training to try and get the job. And in the end, Orlando Arcia, the veteran, ended up getting the starting shortstop job. And it's interesting because at the time, people were thinking, oh, man, you go with the younger guys. I mean, we know what we got from Vaughn. I don't think Orlando is really fit to be at this level in um, they haven't missed a beat. Orlando Arce has been amazing. Um, he's known defensively to be very good, but for that, it just figured out during this year, and he's been really, really good. He actually um, went on the injured list for some time because, in fact, somebody hit him in the yeah. hand, and so he was out for some time, and so that we got a chance to see the younger guys. Braden Shoemake came up. Uh, Von Grissom was up for some time, and we learned that they made the right decision. Von Grissom is a guy that is younger, I think 22 years old right now, and just never – they always thought about his defense being an issue, and it absolutely was. He had multiple, multiple errors. So they brought up Braden Shoemake. He came up. He was fine, but 
the bat is not there for him, and that's his issue. So by the time Orlando Arcea came back, he put right back in that role and right back in the position. This team hasn't missed a beat. They love Orlando Arcea's defense. His offense is coming together really well, and you lose a guy like Dansby Swanson, sure, who was one of the leaders on the team, but it feels like everybody else has kind of stepped up in a big way. Offensively, the Braves sixth in baseball and run scored third in homers. Acuna obviously leading the way. I'll get to him specifically in a minute, but it, I think it's is it accurate to say that the offense is not a concern at all? No, I mean that lineup is kind of insane, and I think the the biggest thing that you can kind of look out for this weekend is um, Marcelo Zuna, who they signed some years ago, who has had his fair share of legal problems over the last couple of years and really started off the year just looking awful. He would be getting booed at home because he was strikeout in so many games. He was batting under um, 150 for the first part of the entire year, but then it seems like he's really clicked it into gear and found it um, over the last couple of weeks and has figured something out because he's hitting really, really well now. So, I mean, that was maybe the one thing they thought maybe would have been an issue, but between him actually hitting the ball, but Travis Darno coming back from injury, he's been hitting it well. Sean Murphy who they acquired over the offseason, has been unbelievable behind the plate and with the bat. Ronald Acuna, we'll talk about in a second, has been good. And um, everybody else is just starting to find their form. Austin Riley was really struggling for some weeks, but over over the last couple of games, seems to have figured something out as well. So, I mean, it's a roster that's just full of so much talent, a lot of pop, a lot of power, do take a hit for average. And um, it really gives guys like Michael Harris the second, who won Rookie of the Year this last year, coming back from injury a chance to get himself reacclimated and find his bat as well. It's a roster with so much talent, and they're never going to be worried about the bat. Uh, you mentioned Harris Jr. Uh, you know, he, what's up with him? See any reason for concern there or no big deal? He's obviously not been as productive in his second year here. A lot of it's just injuries. Um, he did come back. He started at the beginning of the year but had a, a shoulder issue when he split in the second base the first couple of games of the year. Then he was out again with another issue. Um, and I think at the end of the day, they're kind of treating it in a way kind of like when they brought him up in the first place last season. They know he's a plus-plus gold-glove level defender in center field. He had a, a home run saving catch a couple of games ago, and they know at the end of the day, no matter what, the defense is going to be there. Offensively, if you get anything from him, it's great. It's just been extra that last year he was so successful at the plate that um, they felt really, really good about him. That's, of course, what won him look of the year because he could do everything. Um, like I said, there's so much talent on this roster um, in front of him, behind him, that it's not really a concern because they feel like he can figure his way out, and they know he can, just based off of what his production was last season. Talking Atlanta Braves, who are here for the next three days against the Diamondbacks. We're talking with Reggie Chapman, Jr. of 11 Alive in Atlanta. Okay, on to Acuna. Uh, he certainly appears healthy after the uh, ACL injury a couple of years ago. From somebody who sees him play every day, what most impresses you about him? I think for me, it's just the fact that he's still exciting to watch. Um, I think, you know, when you when you cover teams, you you hope that you have some sort of superstar talent that you can watch. Every time he steps to the plate, it feels like you can see anything happen. I mean, it's, it, it almost feels like when he doesn't get on base, um, it's a surprise. I mean, I saw him hit a home run about 470 to left field that just I've never seen a baseball hit that far and that hard in my entire life. The sound that comes off the bat, he's an unbelievable talent. I think what really helps him as well is he's feeling really good, like you said. that Last year he was working his way back from the injury. He started to feel better near the end of the year, but it never really worked out. Uh, the entire offseason of just training and getting himself better, he looks fantastic this year. And I think more than another thing, the different changes to the rules of the season have really helped him out as well. I mean, he is on 
attract the steel of wood. It could, I don't know if he, I don't know if he'll get uh, any sort of record, but he might be the first type of guy that goes forty sixty. I mean, it's he has been stealing bags like nobody else because he's a fast guy, he's a good player, he's great defensively, he's throwing out people. I mean, he is the classic five two player, and he's doing everything for this Atlanta Braves team, especially at the top of that lineup. You mentioned uh, manager Brian Snicker. Of course, he's a you know, Braves organization lifer. Uh, what what stands out the most about Snicker? I think I think it's his managerial style. I think it seems like he's learned so much over his career. And I think the thing that really impresses me with him is that he's not a rah rah yell in your face like really you know be super super involved. He's one of those managers that literally manages, right? He created a great staff around him, put the right guys in the right positions to be able to get in the right spots, and he's kind of the overarching looker that says, hey, this is kind of the direction that we want to go. For me, it's, 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 it works with a lineup like this that has a good mixture of younger and older guys to where he gives these guys the space to be able to be who they are, and then I think it's also, like I mentioned earlier, Rizel or Will Smith and a couple years ago or just Michael Harris this year, right? He gives these guys some space to learn and get better. And I think for them, um, I think that's the best thing. And that's the thing that impresses me the most because it's clearly worked. Um, this team is very good, and they trust Smith. They love Smith. They play for him hard. And he's not a guy that's overbearing or over, over, over too much on these guys. Okay, I'm a little reluctant to ask about the trade deadline. You know, we're talking you know, basically eight weeks away, and I'm reluctant because of their pitching injury situation here. But uh, Alex Anthopoulos has certainly been aggressive at the trade deadline over the years. What might he be looking to add this season? You know, I think the, the idea is maybe the pitching staff, but I think at this point this team seems to just kind of be waiting around to see what they can kind of get. They're not in as big of a rush as they thought they would be. Because some of the younger guys that they brought up from AAA have been very, very good. Bryce Elder, who was a guy that was kind of in spot starts last year, came up this year once the injury started to plague this team, has really fit in into his role really, really well. He's been giving quality starts. He's not a guy with all the best stuff, but he hits his spots. He's been very good. Jared Schuster, another young guy, 24-year-old left-hander, comes in and has pitched very well the last couple of games. Um, and for that reason, there hasn't been that big of a rush to try and force a trade early to get one of these arms back in. They know uh, Max is going to come back. They know Kyle's going to come back. And I think at this point, they're just waiting it out because if they try to make a deal now, it'd probably be more expensive than they probably need to. And they also, at this point, are using a lot of the assets that they have. So I think they're kind of waiting to see how the market shakes out, especially if things get closer. When some of these teams start to figure out they're not in the running and they're maybe trying to give up some guys, that's how they'll take over. But, I mean, AA has been doing a fantastic job over the last couple of years. If anything, he's probably looking at the pitching, but I think he's kind of waiting to see what happens over the next couple of weeks. If healthy, are the Braves the best team in the National League? I think so. I mean, I think it's incredible just what they've been managing to do despite the fact that they haven't had all their best arms. And at the end of the day, we know pitching wins. You know, and that's what led them to their World Series title a couple of years ago. They've had all the offense, but the pitching was fantastic, especially the bullpen in the postseason, right? So I think once they're fully healthy and you've got all those guys and you've got all these guys now that these the Bryce Elders and the Jared Schusters and the Dylan Dodds, these younger players that can also come up as well come up as well and hit in good spots. You have Spencer Strider who is still incredible. Charlie Morton is kind of the he's the older guy on the staff, but he seems to always be there and 
keeping guys in games. I mean, this team is the best team in the National League, I would say. And they did go through some rough stretches over the last couple of weeks. Um, that Dodgers series didn't go as well as they would have hoped. But once again, when you've got all your arms and got all your players, everybody's available, and everybody's clicking on all cylinders, I think that's what's going to make this team special in the postseason when it comes. Okay, you mentioned Morton. He's scheduled to pitch tonight. Uh, other than a lot of breaking pitches, what should we be looking for? Uh, well, I would say Charlie's going to probably give you up at least a home run or two, but he's going to battle. Um, like I said, he's a little older, so he's not out there throwing uh, hard, hard, but he hits his spots. His breaking balls are something that's really kind of made his entire career work, right? And he hits his spots. He's a good pitcher. He's a leader on this staff and on this team, and um, I will say, he will get in some trouble sometimes. He's going to leave a couple of those breaking balls over the plate. So, you know, expect at least a home run, maybe two. But he gets enough run support, and he pitches deep into games. And he's coming off a game that he lost, but he felt like he pitched and felt really good and had all of his stuff working that just didn't work out for him, right? So he's probably coming into tonight feeling like, hey, this is an opportunity to right my wrongs from last game and have an opportunity to get another quality start on himself. Okay, last up, Spencer Strider. You mentioned he's going to pitch here tomorrow night. Is he, at least this early in his career, is he better than the Braves anticipated he would be? I think so. I mean, second place in rookie of the year voting a season ago. He was a guy that they saw um, during spring training and, you know, between last season thought, okay, maybe he could kind of help us here. The fastball was jumping out. I mean, he's got a fastball that we've heard Ozzy Albies talk about is like, nothing else in the major leagues where it comes out of his hand and it's deceptively quick because it's not a long delivery. He's just going to the plate, right? Just with so much speed. He's hitting up over 100 miles an hour. I mean, he's a strikeout machine. And so he's been way better than what they thought. They thought he'd be a good quality guy. When they brought him up, when he started last season, he was coming out of the bullpen and they were worried um, if he would be able to keep up some of that momentum and keep that velocity up as a starter. And he's done all of that and more. The kid is incredible. He's Definitely kind of a box office player that, hey, if you get an opportunity to go see come Saturday, I'd go see him. Reggie, this has been great. We appreciate the time, and uh, we'll do it again, I, I promise. Uh, the Braves aren't going anywhere, so I'm sure we'll be checking back during the season. Fantastic, man. I'd love to come on the show. Thank you again for the time. My pleasure. Reggie Chapman, Jr. of 11 Alive in Atlanta. Excellent stuff.